Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Learning how to believe well changes everything. We can walk through any season knowing that our God is for us. Today on Better Together, Nicole Binion, Dr. Dee Dee Freeman, Robin Wilkerson, and Amy Dockery are joining me to talk about how faith and love overcome fear. Come on, let's talk about it. When things are ambiguous, that's sort of when we want to push on everyone around us mm-hmm. for answers that we yeah. feel like we really need. Mm-hmm. And But am, ambiguity is the time when God's like, let me introduce you to myself mm-hmm. and let me introduce you to you. Yeah. And I think the greatest story of transition in the Bible would have to be the children of Israel coming out of slavery, mm-hmm. going into the wilderness, mm-hmm. and that whole season where God's like, you know, you can be slaves and landowners in the same lifetime. In fact, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a couple days journey total. It should have only taken 40 days right. for mm-hmm. them to inhabit. Right. And then it ends up being 40 years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they weren't on the same page. They couldn't move as quickly as God could. Mm-hmm. And I think that tells me so much about how we can get stuck in transition yes. when God never planned for us to stay so mm-hmm. long mm-hmm. in a place mm-hmm. where there are things that are ambiguous. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he designed for them to move from that place going, you know, your recent history is slavery, right? but we go way back. You know, I'm yeah. the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm-hmm. And maybe your recent history's traumatized you, but you aren't slaves. Right. Yeah, it's not who you are. Your last situation is not who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so many times when God calls us out and delivers us from something, mm-hmm. we get stuck and traumatized, and we keep replaying the same right. story mm-hmm. over. You know how how we've been through things, how we're hurting, mm-hmm. and we can't see ourselves the way God sees right. us. Yeah, and I think during that season of transition, if we could really challenge ourselves to say, "Is this change?" for my good, and if we believe that God works everything for our good, then what does he want to educate us in? You know, because I know during that season, he was rolling off, the Bible says, the reproach of Mm -hmm. Egypt, Mm -hmm. the shame of Egypt off of their backs. Mm -hmm. Um, But he was also, you know, he was educating them, re-educating them Mm -hmm. on who he was Mm -hmm. and what they were capable of. And we see their perspective, the difference, you know, I think this is what's hard about transition is everybody doesn't handle it the same way. Right. And it takes longer for some people to mm-hmm. grieve some things and other people are like, yes. I'm snapping mm-hmm. through it. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And then one part of transition they'll get mm-hmm. hung up on, but it's not always the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love how Joshua and Caleb, you know, they were just ready. They were eager. They were ready. They were ready for that new thing. And yeah. they went into the promised land to spy out the land with those eyes. Mm-hmm that God is for us and he wouldn't have called us out except that he's called us into something. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what I see as there's really no hallways in the kingdom of God. Mm. When he brings you out, it's always to bring you into something new. Yeah. He doesn't just bring you out to yeah. put you in a waiting room mm-hmm. for an indefinite mm-hmm. amount of time. Right. There really is so much in transition that 
is up to us, mm-hmm. right? Yes. It's yeah. up to our, what are we ready for? Yeah. What can we mm-hmm. accept? That's good. Yeah. No, because well, when you think about it, transition is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. We, we all are going to transition mm-hmm. whether we want to or not. Right. What's important is that we get involved with this so we can transition to the yes. right spot. Yes. I don't want to be like the children of Israel to get out there in the wilderness and get stuck. Right. right. I mean, here they were crying out to be set free. Yeah. They get free. Yeah. And now they're yeah. still stuck yeah. in their soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So their mind was still, still bound. Yeah. And that's yeah. where so many people could be even yeah. today. It's like God has already delivered you. He's already set you free mm-hmm. yeah. and you're already in a blessed marriage, but yet you're still bound in yeah. your mind thinking yeah. about all of what you don't have. All the fears. Yeah. All of the fears and all mm-hmm. the things that you yeah. have gone through. I think about transition is when, probably when my baby girl got married, <laughs> probably was the biggest transition <laughs> yeah. for me. My daughter had got married. My son was already gone and he got married as well. But when my baby girl got <laughs> married, <laughs> it was like the biggest and the hardest transition. Yep. Really? What? I'm not going to be crying on all these shows, Robin. <laughs> I promise you. I remember, you know, I was like, oh, this is great. Because, you, you know, you live for those moments, yeah. you know, because, yeah. again, it's inevitable. You know you want them to grow up and go, yeah. right, yeah. and never yeah. come no. back. Only for a visit. No. <laughs> wait, now, I know, wait, yes. I, wait. Yes, but no, no. <laughs> I get you. I understand. <laughs> I always tell my husband, my kids would have never had to leave. They could have stayed right yep. there with me forever. I promise yeah. you yeah. I would have enjoyed that. Yeah. But I remember when my baby girl got married, I felt so good about it. I was so excited. Mm -hmm. And then one day I went upstairs and I went past her room and I said, oh, let me just go in here and look, Mm -hmm. you know, and just Mm -hmm. see some things. (laughs) That was the worst moment of my (laughs) life. It was so difficult for Mm me. I just lost it. Like, oh my God. It was like, you know, you're experiencing happiness and sadness in the same moment. It's like, we all want change but we don't want to go through the process of change right because it's not always pleasant right but it always it can it don't always bring you out on the right side right Mm -hmm. when we really can be involved in our minds and our thoughts it's like it really will change the trajectory Mm -hmm. of where we want to go because our thoughts really are the gateway to our destiny. Right. And so I had to really start picturing something different. I had to embrace yeah. the transition so I could mm-hmm. enjoy her and yeah. her new husband. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just yeah. make a baby. Yeah, make a baby. <laughs> Just go make a baby. And sure enough, she did that. Yeah. She made three babies in oh, two years. Oh, How do you do that? Oh, <laughs> right. It. I mean, it was like two, of course, two plus years, yeah. but less than three years. Yeah. And so it's been a great thing. And now yeah. I can embrace it and enjoy it. But yeah. Transition is is inevitable. You know, transitions in life are going to take place, regardless if you want them to or not, regardless of how you feel about them. Change is always happening. You can stand still in one spot. I guarantee you, if you stay there long enough, you're going to look up and you're going to be in a different spot because transitions are always taking place. But guess what? They aren't always easy. They aren't always comfortable, but they are always profitable when you think about it the right way. You can be in control of how you transition. You can sit there and deny it and act like things aren't happening, or you can take authority over it and guide it to where you want it 
wanted to be. You know, I went through transitions in life and they weren't difficult, they were just different. I know for, for myself, like during different transition seasons, I mean, you know, whatever career you're in, whatever you, you do in life, um, for me it's, you know, for those of us here, it's been ministry. So I think of transition seasons you know, in ministry that we've had and then transitions just in life, becoming a mom mm -hmm. this time, mm -hmm. yeah. have your, your children grow up and get married yeah, or go to yeah. college. Um, we're about to become grandparents for the, oh you my know, gosh. this month. I can't believe like, oh my goodness. We're so young. Oh yeah. um, but, uh, I think for me, I, I think it's really healthy. First of all, to grieve what we are mm -hmm. leaving mm -hmm. or what's, word. you know, uh -huh. it's, uh -huh. it's healthy to grieve it, but not, not to stay there. Right. right? Yeah. And, um, for me, it's been just so helpful to keep the vision of where God is taking me mm -hmm. yeah. before me so that I don't get stuck and weighed down by, yeah. uh, just the change. I mean, cause it's, it's yeah. emotional transitions are emotional. It's also just, um, just schedule change, yeah. you know, like so many, you know, physical yeah. changes, all of that. Um, but I think keeping the vision before us of like, where God is taking us. If it's yeah. into motherhood, you know, my sweet daughter-in-law becoming a mom for the first time. <laughs> and, you know, I remember that feeling of like, I can't do this. I don't know what I'm doing, you mm -hmm. know? And we all just learn by yeah. doing it. And yeah. we have those around us that support us yeah. and, and help us, you know, but it's like to see myself, you know, for her to see herself as, mm -hmm. as a mother, you know, mm -hmm. maybe even the, uh, you know, uh, she has a beautiful story of adoption and seeing herself as a mom that yeah. God is going to equip her yeah. um, for this new season. And um, so I just think that's really important to keep that before us, like where God is taking us and what does this new season look mm -hmm. like um, that we can be excited and partner with God mm -hmm. through that transition mm -hmm. into the new season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Henry Ford once said, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> right? right. That's great. <laughs> but you were talking yeah. about the, the, uh, children of Israel. Mm -hmm. So here God does all these just miracles to bring them out. Yeah. And then the spies go into the land where there's, they're spies. Mm -hmm. yeah. So nobody talks to them. They're spies. Mm -hmm. Tin came out saying, we're, mm -hmm. we're like grasshoppers. In right. Their eyes. <laughs> well, nobody told them that. No. Right. That's what they thought. That's yeah. what they thought. These are giants. Mm -hmm. We're only grasshoppers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it yeah. tells you what position they took when they went in. Mm -hmm. They yeah. went in inferior because they were on the ground mm -hmm. looking up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the other two were in a tree. They went to the top position and looked down. Yeah. Whoa. And so I think that position Come going on. in, mm -hmm. the, their attitude going into yeah. that was already inferior. And I think that's why transitions are so difficult mm -hmm. um, because they transitions reveal our fears and our limitations, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, cause we think, I don't know. I knew who I was in that other life. Right. right. Yeah. I don't know I don't who know. I am. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I need to grab onto something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I think this story in the Bible is, is so applicable to all of us today, because I think when we come through things, we really need to examine ourselves and look back and go, do I have a slavery mentality? Mm -hmm. Do yeah. I have a scarcity mindset? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Do I think that there's only this much? Yeah. And yeah. so I, I don't, God hasn't given me the power to create wealth, which is what the Bible says. But we have this idea that 
in order to make money, I have to take money mm. from somebody else. From that's, someone else. That's slavery mm-hmm. mentality. That is that is lack, mm-hmm. scarcity. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God was going, you just saw what I did mm-hmm. to deliver you. Mm-hmm. And your focus is not on the price I paid for you, but mm-hmm. on whatever you think I'm going to expect of you. Did you ever think I expected you to do it by yourself? And we see 40 years later, he fights the battle of Jericho for them. (laughs) So we know in hindsight, they didn't know that. They, he was never going to ask them to well, do all the fighting. And you don't wow. think the Canaanites had just heard what happened to oh, Egypt? Yeah. Right. And we're you know, afraid. they were probably right. going to go, we give Yo, the minute they saw him, you know. But, quick but yet they wait for 40 years and they never do. Because an egg, you know, you can't unscramble an egg. Yeah. And once it was revealed, their lack of faith in God, mm-hmm. God looked at them and said, I can do anything, but I can't do this yeah. because I will not go against your will. Mm-hmm. And right now your will is set against my mm-hmm. will. Yeah. Wow. I'm telling you, you can, you're telling me you can. Come yes. on. And this is how I see so much in that, the walk of becoming disciples where yeah. we get stuck as yes. believers is that it isn't God. It isn't him that can't keep his promise. Yeah. It's us that we're not doing the legwork, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We're not bringing back the right report. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every lens yeah. we look through mm-hmm. is, well, yeah. this is what we're facing. Mm-hmm. Same old thing. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> saved us from there just to set us up for failure. Yeah. You know, I mean, think about how many times that we're brought through transition and our first thought is catastrophe. When we're in a season of transition, our thinking can be the difference between failure and victory. We see this in the story of Joshua and Caleb and the other 10 spies who went into the promised land and saw something completely different than Joshua and Caleb. Joshua and Caleb came back and said, we are well able to take this land just as God has promised us. But the other 10 went in with an inferior position. And because they went in you know, looking at themselves as a lowly, uh, you know, undeserving as slaves. They couldn't get rid of their old identity. So when they walked into their new season, they were the same people that left Egypt. And I think it's so important during transition for us to go, okay, God, this isn't just about geography. Things in my life are changing. Things are moving. That means that it's going to require a new version of you. There's a new part of you that's gonna come out in this next season. It's important to not cling to old identities when we're in transition, but to really say, God, I see that you're moving things. What are you moving around in the geography of my heart? What things do I need to change? What filters do I need to remove so that I see myself the way you see me? and take on whatever God's declaration is for that season. Choose to trust Him and obey Him. Because the two spies that came back and said, we can do it, they saw the whole task and they they saw the whole difference between victory and failure was on God's shoulders. They're like, God is well able. But the other 10 said, we are not able. And I think the focus we put on ourselves and in the equation of victory or failure during transition is so important. It should be 90% God, 10% us, and not the other way around. I think that perspective through transition will really help you land on the right side of the history that God's called you to. I'll be really transparent. I'm coming from a a church perspective Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Nicole and I have been in ministry together for years is that the first, the first response 
out of fear that would come when someone wanted to leave our organization and start a church was, oh, great. Here we go again. Wow. Yeah. They're taking that it was taking. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. all scarcity. mindset. That's Mm -hmm. all lack. And the Lord has really shown me Mm -hmm. like through this whole process of coming into what he's called me to do Mm -hmm. is going, Amy, I, I have spoken these things and it's time for you to step up and go. There is plenty Mm -hmm. for all of us to do. Enough sunshine for everyone. There is. (laughs) There, we don't, we don't have to come from Mm -hmm. a perspective of, um, wait a minute, there's only this much mm-hmm. of the pie mm-hmm. yeah. and to see it as that mm-hmm. we, on our own limitation, limit God mm-hmm. yeah. or what he wants yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's what yeah. it really brings a holy conviction for me during transition mm-hmm. is a lot of times the first thing that comes out of our mouth, we really need to judge that. Yeah, Judge what is coming out of my perspective. <laughs> Am I looking at this as it's going to be the worst thing? Mm-hmm. Even with COVID, it hit our country. It mm-hmm. was, it was from out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. But the way that I began, I hated it. I didn't like being stuck at home, but I began to go, you know what, God, I was actually craving and praying for rest. Yeah. Yeah. Look what you just gave us. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if it, what if, what if instead of a virus, what Mm -hmm. if it would have been marketed as everybody is going to get Six months vacation. Right. Right. I mean, the whole nation would have been like, let's see. Your kids are going to come home. Yeah. Yes. You're going to have family time together. Mm -hmm. And it's like really was our Passover. I think it was like God going, Mm -hmm. I want you to stay at the table with your family. Mm -hmm. And whatever's going on out here Mm -hmm. is really... You don't focus on that. Let yeah. me tell you, you focus on what's going on with your family yeah. around mm-hmm. your dinner table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think there's a way for us to look at transition through how does God see yes. this? Yes. And am I, do I, I want to be in sync with yeah. how yes. he sees it mm-hmm. and, and see it from his perspective. Mm-hmm. Because if he says I can be a slave and a landowner mm-hmm. in the same yeah. lifetime, mm-hmm. then I'd rather believe what he says and not look at mm-hmm. through the lens of fear. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it, you start in your stuck yeah. Right. <laughs> and then you're in this wilderness moment. This yeah. is how transition feels to me. Yes. I'm in this, <laughs> I'm in this wilderness moment. And when suddenly you start to let go mm. of Egypt, you let go of that stuckness, mm. then it's the new beginning. Yeah. And Caleb, his response to the new beginning is even though he's old, yeah. I have to bring the old guy up. <laughs> yeah. Even though he's old, he says, I'm as strong today yeah, as yes. I once was. Mm-hmm. And I find myself thinking, what a picture for the idea that that new beginning doesn't necessarily have to look like it did in the past. Mm-hmm. There's new ways, mm-hmm. new things, new ideas. Uh, I mentioning your parents to you earlier and how mm-hmm. they are such a model yes. of a transitioning in life yes. Yes. where because they've got this big idea, not a competitive mindset, mm-hmm. but right. a creative mindset yes. that yeah. all of us can look to somebody mm-hmm. like that and go, yeah. wow, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's unlimited. Yeah. Caleb yeah. said, I'm just as strong. I'm yeah. going to yeah. go in. Yeah. And the new beginning began. Yeah. Yeah. So what Didi was saying is we don't want to get stuck mm-hmm. in this wilderness right. moment mm-hmm. because that 
I think you can get comfortable there. Oh, you can. You can get so comfortable in that wilderness that you don't want to step out of it. There's a time come Mm -hmm. that you have to step out. And we see a country, at least our country, that everybody needs to get up and step out now. (laughs) Be productive and let's make... Let's go. Yes, let's go. Make your life different. Make it... Yeah. vibrant for mm-hmm. Jesus, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, but we have to step up and do yeah. something. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. you've been trying to do all day is yeah. get up and go. <laughs> go. We resist transition because we are creatures of comfort. We love comfort. Um, and, and so I think transitions are hard because new things can be hard, you know, but you can do hard things. I can do hard things. And um, God has called us to to do hard things and but but because he's with with us we can do them um but i think it's you know transitions are difficult because because we like to be comfortable um but but comfortability is overrated and i think when we lean into the lord during those seasons of transition even when we feel like incapable of the new thing that mm-hmm. he's calling us to um he he will increase our capacity. And so I actually, I was thinking of this conversation you and I had, Amy, probably 17 years ago, I was one, we, it was in my heart to have a third child. Yes. Do you I remember, remember this in your blue bug? Yes. Yeah, yes. We were living in Nashville at the time yeah. and my, I, I wanted a third child, but I was like, I just don't think we were traveling full time and just yeah. all these things. And I'm like, I just don't think I can handle it. I don't think I have, you know, and I remember you said like, something to the effect of the Lord is, will increase your heart, will increase your capacity. And so, um, that has just stuck with me. And I think, Mm -hmm. so in, in transition seasons and Mm -hmm. coming into a new season, when we feel like, oh man, I don't know Mm -hmm. if I can do this, Mm -hmm. allow the Lord to increase you. And you know, it's a, well, and he wants to that. I mean, with the promised land, that was his design, Mm -hmm. but what we see in them. And I love that we can study the beautiful lives of these people, even the ones who made the mistakes, Mm -hmm. you know, it serves us Mm -hmm. so well to read the word of God and see we fall into those same traps Mm -hmm. of self-sabotage. Yes. Yes. But it's the fear of the unknown, you know, so (laughs) that's why we don't like transitions too much. No. And that's why what you were saying, we can get so comfortable right here in the wilderness because we're familiar with it. Mm -hmm. I've learned how to drive these streets of LA. I don't want (laughs) to relocate to Maryland. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm used to this. So don't take me outside of my comfort zone, but everybody wants increase. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So in order to have increase, you know, you must change Mm -hmm. because you cannot produce more with doing the same thing. That's right. And So we have to be willing to embrace, you know, this transition beautifully Mm -hmm. instead of being stressed out, thinking about, (laughs) oh, my God, what is about to happen? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But one thing I do know is that God is there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Your provision has just moved. Yes. Over here. And that's where I want to go. Yes. I mean, when you think about who was that? Who was out there? Oh, God. Now I try to think out about the You know, when he was being fed by the ravens. He, he was Elijah. Elijah. Yep. When Elijah was being fed. And then mm-hmm. the, the Bible 
talks about how that brook had dried up. Yeah. And he had to get up and go oh, right. somewhere else. And a lot of times we want to stay right there and just eat or drink of this one brook. Yeah. Right. And God said, okay, no, I'm moved. You <laughs> yeah. got to get up and go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are you going to do? Stay there and die? Woo. There's no more provision for you right there. Oh, my so. goodness. Somebody said that change is permanent, but growth is optional. We all get stuck, right? We all get stuck. We're like, why am I doing this again? How did I get here? I gotta move forward. But letting go of now or here or where we're stuck means that we have to actually release yesterday. And so we go from stuck to maybe into the next phase, which really could be a wilderness experience where we find ourselves wandering and we really don't know what to do. But in that period of that wilderness moment, I am confident that God will provide what resources, what people, what exact elements are directly for us. See, nobody can take anything from me because God has already appropriated everything that I need. So as I'm in this wilderness moment, feeling like I'm so lost, I know that as he's working it out, next comes the new beginning. The new beginning is worth letting go of where I was stuck because it's on the other side of that new beginning where growth excitement and forward acceleration comes. It's worth it to go through that wilderness experience. A couple years ago, it just was a huge tipping point for me, but I um, was involved in this company and um, I've always been like multi-vocational writing and all that. And I was involved in this company and I didn't really sell their products, but I used them mm -hmm. and because I had influence, other people were using them. And so they wanted to give me this award that I had uh, earned this certain rank in this company. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want that. So I, I said, listen, I'm in ministry, so I don't really want to be known as the you know, mm -hmm. multi-level person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so I kind of resisted it, but they were going to have a convention in Dallas. So I said, I'll go. So it was the first one I went to and I went and they, they said, we heard you don't want to be honored. You don't want to come on stage. You don't want to. And I said, no, I don't. And the lady said, well, we have this other stuff prepared for you. And I just like to go through the list and see if, if you don't want this as well. And I said, okay, sure. And she goes, do you, do you want the flowers that we have for you? And I'm like, yeah, I love mine. <laughs> do you want the hotel room? I'm like, yeah, I'll take the hotel room. <laughs> do you want the perfume that was made by the president of this company for you? And I said, yes, absolutely. Uh, and she goes, so you just don't want the public stuff. And I said, right. Yeah. So I'm getting ready to go, uh, to the event that night. And I remember I was in the shower and the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, Amy, if this is how you're going to treat the gifts that I've prepared for you, I'm rethinking oh, what whoa. I've got coming. And I was like, wait, what, what did I do to grieve you? Like I felt I had. And I was supposed to preach the mm -hmm. next Sunday at Covenant and I already had my message done a week before mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit, I came out of the shower, had my hair in a towel and I grabbed my Bible and Stacy said, what are you doing? You got to get ready. We're going. To I said, no, no, no. I, God's telling me I got to go read this story. And it was the story of Achan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and he said, this is you, Amy, you have an Achan mm -hmm. heart. And I went, wait, what? I've only mm -hmm. heard this about him, like stealing things uh, from right. you. Like, yeah. what have I done? 
um, I thought I was like protecting my ministry, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> by not. And, and so he took me that story and I changed my whole message for the next day. And the message was called my aching heart. And the Lord showed me how I was sabotaging by collecting souvenirs from my past, Mm. from my broken place, my Jericho. Mm. It was sabotaging me from being able to make it into the promised land. Mm. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, Amy, you know that I have promised you um, resources, land. I've promised you these things and you're resisting being a landowner. Because of something that you are hiding in the corners of your heart, you have a contrary identity Hmm. to who, and Judah did, I mean, Achan did, he was from the tribe of Judah. Mm -hmm. So he had a garment that told everybody he was from the greatest tribe, right? Mm -hmm. The kingly tribe. Mm -hmm. And yet he had an identity crisis. So I went into studying the three things he took and what they represented. Hmm. Y'all, it blasted me. Because I recognize that this contra identity that he said, you know, Aiken said one of the things he took was a Babylonian garment. Mm-hmm. And Babylonian comes from Babel, the Tower of Babel, which mm-hmm. means confusion. Mm-hmm. So he took a garment he called beautiful that was a confusion of his identity because we know he couldn't have worn that garment out in public, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He could only try it on in private and show it to his family. Right. and But it was buried in the dirt, but he mm-hmm. called it beautiful. Mm-hmm. And he took a wedge of gold and a bag of silver coins, mm-hmm. Canaanite coins. When I looked at that, I said, okay, so everything that he took was basically giving him the right to barter his way in. Mm-hmm. He could buy a piece of the promised land with what he stole. He didn't need to fight his way in like every everybody else. Mm-hmm. So it his he didn't need to have skin in the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Wow. So God said to, to Joshua... He didn't give him Aiken's name and address. He said, the devoted thing, the thing that's devoted to destruction is among you. Mm-hmm. So Joshua, you're the head of Israel and you have a vision for the future. You sent the spies to Ai and the spies came back and said, we are well able to take the land. But there's an Aiken heart mm-hmm. among you. Mm-hmm. Part of you is working against the whole. And mm-hmm. until you remove the part of you who does not believe I am who I say Whoa, I am and that I already have a piece of property with your name on it, yeah. you cannot stand against your enemies until you remove that Aiken heart. Jeez. And I was like, okay, God, I'm convicted. Yeah. And the Lord took me back. I'm like, where's my aching heart? What is sabotaging? Why will I not allow myself to be honored? Because see, what mm. maybe I didn't share is I know God blessed me in this company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that I didn't have to work as hard as most people have mm-hmm. to work. Mm-hmm. And that I really just talked about how it helped me and it just proliferated. Mm-hmm. It was blessing me. Yeah. I wasn't having to worry about going to speak at small churches and not being able to be paid. Mm-hmm. I was able to say yes yeah. because of the financial right. blessing God had given me. So I knew it was from God, yet I wasn't giving God the glory. Mm. And he, do you remember that's what oh, Joshua said to Achan, Achan, give God the glory. Wow. You've stolen glory from God because God does not want it to be said that Jericho, this wicked place, financed Mm-hmm. Your way oh, into right. the promised mm-hmm. land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing from that evil mm-hmm. place was supposed mm-hmm. to be brought, bringing mm-hmm. you in. And so I said, God, what's my Jericho? Mm-hmm. And God took me back to 2008 
when um, I'd invested in something that wasn't a good move. And when I did that, after I lost money on that, I said of myself in my inner circle, Mm -hmm. I'm not good with money. Uh, don't trust me to make it. Don't even ask me. You do whatever you want. I'm not good with money. And I would say that I'm not mm-hmm. good with money. I don't know. I'm not good with money. Mm-hmm. And I would kind of shirk it off. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit said to me, Amy, you are wearing a Babylonian garment. Yeah. You have, you've confused your identity because I said you are good with money. Mm-hmm. And yet yeah. you keep bringing back this private mm-hmm. confused thing within mm-hmm. your inner circle where mm-hmm. you're trying this on and saying this mm-hmm. dirty garment's who you are. That's not who That's you not are. Who you, are. <laughs> you come from the tribe of Judah. You have kingly anointing and authority yeah. and you're not stepping into it. Mm-hmm. You've sabotaged yourself mm-hmm. because you're hanging on to something from Jericho mm-hmm. yeah. and nothing from Jericho from that broken place was ever supposed to become a part of mm-hmm. your identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That was mine. That's devoted to destruction. And anything from that testimony, that Jericho, supposed to just go to worship. And Mm -hmm. you know, that's what they were commanded. All the gold, everything was supposed to just go to the articles of worship. Mm -hmm. It wasn't supposed to go home with you. Right. 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 And that's what I recognize is sometimes part of our testimony Mm -hmm. is like that's devoted to God. That's not something that's supposed to finance Mm -hmm. my way in. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. not supposed to be some secret. You know, and I've been Mm -hmm. through a lot of things Mm -hmm. in my life where my my parents really showed me how to openly walk through restoration mm-hmm. and not sweep it under the yes. rugs. Mm-hmm. Because Aiken had a lumpy rug. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's ultimately that's what that's what divided the children mm-hmm. of Israel because none of them knew he'd done that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yet when there's something in you, an aching heart, a place of identity crisis where yeah. you don't really believe God is mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. That he has a name. He has your property with a stake in the ground mm-hmm. that has your name yeah. on it. But you really don't trust that. So right. you're like, well, Let me keep I'm going to take these coins mm-hmm. so I, I don't have to really fight for it. Mm-hmm. I can right. buy my way in. Mm-hmm. I can yep. trade my mm-hmm. way in. I can barter my mm-hmm. way in. And I think when there's anything in our lives in transition, it exposes, mm-hmm. you know, it gives us an opportunity that reveals what's really going on in our yeah. heart. Yeah. So that God says, you know, it sounds really brutal. And this story sounds really brutal because they stoned Aiken and mm-hmm. his children and everything mm-hmm. that belonged to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, I'm trying to square that with the New Testament. <laughs> <laughs> Your grace. Yeah. And grace. And yeah. instead, I want you to look at yourself mm-hmm. as the children of Israel. Amy, mm-hmm. you are the demonstration mm-hmm. of I've brought you out of Egypt out of that old mindset. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to operate in scarcity. Mm-hmm. I provided for you, but you can't collect souvenirs from broken places. On, when I said, leave it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y- yeah. Everything wasn't done mm-hmm. perfectly. It wasn't easy, but you know, move on from that yeah. place. Yeah. Jericho is not supposed to give you your identity. Yeah. Right. I am. Wow. No, that's move really on. good. Cause when you yeah. think about it, it's not even just with the material things that people are taking even today but they're trying to take a piece of his glory. Mm-hmm. Like they have accomplished something in their own yeah. might, in their no. own power. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, like, no, like, no, like, come on, cast this to mm-hmm. yes. the one that it is supposed yeah. to go to, right? So yeah. that's Shoot. pretty powerful. I yeah. Like so I just realized I had to put to death any part of me mm-hmm. that was sabotaging what God called mm-hmm. me to. Yeah. And so did you get up? 
I wanted to. I did. You did. Yes, I did. And from that point forward, I said, I'll turn in a picture. Mm -hmm. So every year at their convention, they put a big picture Mm -hmm. of me somewhere. Mm -hmm. And you know, God has, it's like manna, that whole thing. Mm -hmm. It has sustained me Mm -hmm. during all the transitions Mm -hmm. and allowed me to be able to say, God, I'm not striving. You've taken care Mm -hmm. of me financially. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting that once they moved into the promised land, the manna, stopped Mm -hmm. and they reaped where they did not sow. Mm -hmm. And that's really the transition I'm in now. Mm -hmm. He's not even been involved in it and it's still taken care of. No, exactly. (laughs) And I'm like, that's how, that is how God it is. And, um, and that's why I still share this story because I really feel like it, when you know, God has given you something and it has been supernatural and you didn't have to fight the battle. Mm -hmm. It really belongs to them. But when you're delivered, you don't go back. You don't go back and take something as a souvenir, a wedge of bitterness, Mm -hmm. whatever it might Mm -hmm. be Mm -hmm. to say, I'm going to trade this in the future. No, Mm -hmm. we got to go into the promised Mm -hmm. land, totally empty handed and empty hearted, Mm -hmm. ready to see God fulfill, you know, because they lost heart. Yeah. when they had held on to something that mm-hmm. God said, yeah. don't keep that. I think we can be our own worst enemy. We have enough voices against us. The least we can do is put God's word into our heart and to tell ourselves and encourage ourselves. The Bible talks about David. He encouraged himself in the Lord. When there's nobody else there to pat you on the back, pat yourself on the back. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Get on, get in his word. Read what he has for you. Do what it says. Be obedient to the word of God. If you've got sin in your life, if you've got things that trouble you, if you've got things, get rid of it. Get it, get it out. Get it before the Lord and ask him for help. He said, call on me and I will answer you and I'll do great and mighty things. And I believe that. I believe that if you call on God, he's going to answer you. Get the latest Better Together news delivered straight to your inbox. Visit bettertogether.tv to sign up now. And when you think about the promised land, what part of that is uh imagination. In other words, we don't ask big because we're afraid Mm -hmm. to imagine big. What is promised Mm -hmm. land? What is Mm -hmm. promised land for Dr. D, D, you know, Mm -hmm. what is promised land? And promised land is every day. It's not just the transition of, oh, I'm going to retire or I'm going to get a new job Mm -hmm. or I'm going to get a new husband. Mm -hmm. No, I didn't say that part, (laughs) but I'm just saying it, you know, it's, it's, Transition every day, meaning that the scripture talks about being new every morning. And I'm thinking about this idea of a new beginning. Mm -hmm. And I I haven't really meditated on that story like that. That was wonderful. Thank you so much. With the idea being that we sabotage our own transition every day mm-hmm. by letting yesterday seep in mm-hmm. to today when we don't release yesterday or mm-hmm. we hang on or we drag it a souvenir oh yeah. i love that idea yeah. yeah even one that i 
won the battle and I earned it and I deserve it. Right. You still drag it. Exactly. You yeah. were the victim. You right. were the heroine. Whatever that story is, yeah. you, you drag that into your tomorrow. Yeah. And you miss that new beginning, that promised land yeah. in wherever it is you're believing God. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a powerful yeah. revelation that... I can sabotage myself and get stuck in that cycle. Oh man, yeah. I, don't, I can shout <laughs> hallelujah right here. Let me encourage you today. You are not the sum total of what you have gone through. You can change your destiny by changing your thoughts. Yes, it's a fact. It is true that you have gone through such trauma in your childhood, that you have experienced things even in your adulthood, and it has caused you to be at a bad place. But let me tell you something, the more you meditate on that, the more that will grow, and that's what will control your life. Your life, your feet will never go where your thoughts haven't gone to first. It is so important that you change your thought life. Get your mind renewed in the Word of God. Yes, I know it hurts. I know it's painful. I know you have gone through some really tough, difficult, hard times. I know that. But it has it has already happened. It's over. It's done. So what are you going to do about it? Are you going to allow what you have gone through in the past to hinder and stop you, to neutralize you from entering into your future in which God has laid out for you? No, you're not going to do that because I'm here to encourage you today not to do that. God has a beautiful place waiting for you. He wants to change the trajectory of your life. But in order to do that, you have to change your thoughts. You have the responsibility to get a grip of your soul, which the Bible says, to capture capture those thoughts, cast those thoughts down so you can enter into that place that God has created for you. It's incredible when I think about just transition seasons, having faith that the future, the new season I'm walking into, Mm -hmm. um, that God's just like he's present with me here in, in transition. He was with me in the old season. He's with me in transition and he's going to be with me where he's sending me into the future. I just looked down at my notes and it says, if you are in Christ, God has not brought you into this desert to starve you. Mm -hmm. He has brought you here to teach you that Mm -hmm. man does not live by bread alone. Yeah. Your life, your hope, your joy are not hidden away in some elusive land of plenty, Mm -hmm. but in the Christ who died and rose again to save you for himself, the one who is your pleasure, your milk and your honey and your all. Yes. So there's yes. a reason for the wilderness. There is yeah. the mid bar. Yes. Yeah. It's the renewing. It's it's every event holds the potential for purpose and destiny. What are you saying to yeah. the Lord? So something strikes you funny, you wake up to a to a a real um encounter or yeah. a real problem. What's God saying today? Yeah. Yeah. What's God speaking today? What does his will have for me? today. Yeah. And that's what we just need to, if, it, if we can just learn to take our thoughts and our minds, hold it captive before we even speak yeah. from our mouths. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the hardest for me probably sitting here mm. is that you want to say something yeah. immediately. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you're a pessimist, then it's 
normally negative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we can just hold that for a minute and say, God, what what are you saying today? Yeah. What are you saying through this? Help me to get through this because your grace is sufficient for me today. Yeah. And whatever I'm facing in the future, you're already there. Yes. You're already waiting there for me. And everything turns for my good. Doesn't say it is good. Yeah. Says, I'll turn it for your good. So normally that's all the bad stuff that happens. <laughs> God will turn it around. Right. For my good. So God is always yeah. going to bring us out on top. Yeah. yeah. He's always going to um, turn something that's tragic into, mm. a, into a testimony. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. whether or not that, and that is up to you. I have lived this all of my life. <laughs> this is all I know. All I know is the goodness of God. Through tragedy, I've seen the goodness of God. Through heartbreak, I have seen the faithfulness of God. I have seen God come through again and again and again. And if He's done it for me, He will surely do it for you. I think that's a beauty too. We've talking about the fact that we're seasoned saints. You know, we've been walking <laughs> with the Lord for a while, and I, and and so for those who are watching that, you know, that are new believers or younger, um, to to listen to the story, to our testimony. But we can look back on our history with God and say, and during that transition, mm-hmm. oh, He was with me. He brought me into the new mm-hmm. season. So never thought I'd make it. Never yeah. thought I'd and make it. Yeah. yeah, and um, so we can look back and go. That transition, this one, this yeah. one, he was so faithful. And so it's, it becomes easier yes. to trust him in transition um, when you've walked, he's mm-hmm. walked with you through, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in your, on your journey. Yeah. Of, uh, well, there's a song that says, Tis So Sweet. Yeah. Can you sing that for a second? <laughs> Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. Just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know the same Lord. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I've proved him more Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust Him. We can feel like we're not enough when we are moving through transition, and we come to a place where we look at what we've got and the requirement of moving forward, and we get weary and discouraged. And that's how the children of Israel felt. They felt like, man, we're, we're tired, our backs are scarred, we can't see what's new. All we see is what was behind us. And I just wanna encourage you today that God has a brand new plan for your life. He has surprises in store for you. You know, maybe you feel like you've been stuck going in circles and you've you've gone around and round with your old identity and you're tired of looking at yourself through the old lens, but you're afraid of letting 
go of who you were because you don't yet have the full knowledge of who you will be and what God has, but we do have to open our hands. We do have to release what it is we've held in order to grab onto the new thing. That is the walk of faith. And I would challenge you today that during transition, go ahead, everything's changing. It's a good time to change what you don't like about your life, what you don't like about yourself right now, and put it all on God. The Bible says that if we cast our cares on Him, He cares for us. That means He wants us to roll off every burden, every fear. Maybe this is your opportunity to really trust God in a new way, in a way you never have before. Challenge yourself to step into this and you're gonna see the miraculous because God knows that what He's put down on the inside of you will be activated in this time through the walk of faith. I believe in you and God does. More than that, God does. He believes in you and He knows that what He's put in you is gonna bear great fruit. Lean into the Word of God during this season and see that new thing that's springing up. In fact, I'd encourage you, read that verse that says, do you not perceive the new thing? Do you not see what I'm doing? Springs in the desert are coming forth. Look to the horizon. God has a great, big, beautiful surprise for you. All the things in life that come aren't always good surprises, but God's prepared good things for those who love Him. For everybody listening, the, the greatest word that comes out of today is to stay o- open to the heart of God. Stay yeah. open yeah. when you're in transition. You know, not yeah. just react or respond, but just say, God, here I am. Yes. And maybe I didn't see this coming, mm-hmm. whatever is happening right now, but you did. Yeah. And you know, and he orders our steps. We can trust him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this week. We thank you for your word that's gone forth. We thank you for the beautiful atmosphere mm-hmm. in the homes, on the computers, Lord, on the phones that women have joined together with us in this conversation to lift you up, your name, your nature, your way. And God, we just give you all the glory and we thank you that you are speaking. You are so surely speaking to your daughters through this. Father, that anyone that's in transition right now, maybe their first feeling is fear. Father, I just thank you that you are there with them, guiding them and that you're going to lead them into a wide and open place, a place of wild blessing and manna, a place of protection. God, a place where they're coming out from underneath the oppression of their past. Mm. We thank you, Father, that we are safe to follow you into the new thing, and we will do that with all our heart. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Amen.